Follow Her Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Aoife, and this is episode number 28. In today's episode, I am joined by one of my long-term clients, Barbara, who is based in Spain, and she is going to be talking you through her journey as we've worked together for the last six months. Barbara's story might be familiar to some of you who may be on the same fitness journey as her. When she first applied for coaching, she was really struggling to see results on her own. And it wasn't for lack of trying because she was really working hard. She was training, I think, maybe six days a week, possibly even seven days some weeks. She was doing home workouts, doing a lot of HIIT workouts, and sometimes training twice a day. So her sessions were taking up to two hours. It was a lot of training. I was shocked when I first spoke with her. And she was also eating very healthily. So she always has had a very healthy diet, but she was quite restrictive in her food choices because she did view certain foods as good and bad. So because she was so restrictive and so intent on eating healthily, she found that from time to time, she did tend to binge or overeat on certain foods and then feel guilty for that. So that's something we had to work through a a lot um, through the process of working together as well. So when Barbara started working with me, rather than going straight into an aggressive fat loss phase, we went into a mild deficit after spending a period of time at maintenance, but we found that her body just didn't respond well to going into a deficit. And the reason for that was because unknown to herself, she was in quite a severe deficit prior to working with me and her metabolism had downregulated quite a lot. So the best solution for that was to bring her back up to maintenance, reverse diet for a while, spend some time focusing on fueling her body correctly and training more effectively. So instead of training six or seven times a week, she was training three to four days a week and she was doing strength workouts rather than doing anything HIIT related. There was no cardio included. We were purely focusing on progressing her training from session to session. She was still doing all her workouts from home, but everything was very much strength-based when she was working with me, and still is. So basically, from week to week, we're focused on improving her strength through either increasing reps or increasing weight. And over that period of time that she spent at maintenance, we noticed a massive difference in her energy levels and her body composition as well. And despite the fact that she wasn't in a deficit over that period of time, she still was losing fat and getting stronger and her body composition changed a lot. It also put her in a lot better position after three to four months at maintenance to then enter a dieting phase on higher calories and take a less aggressive approach because she was already quite lean. So it's a very um, different story to what you might expect when you think about fat loss and weight loss and you look at somebody trying everything at the beginning to lose weight. And then obviously when she came to me, we wanted to reverse out of that and switch her mindset to focusing a bit more on fueling her body correctly, getting her energy levels back up to where they should be, training more effectively rather than killing herself, you know, training two hours a day, five or six days a week, and also removing any excessive cardio as well, uh, because she does do a lot of steps. She loves her walking, so that was obviously still going to be in there, but we wanted to make sure she was getting enough fuel coming in to ensure that she was able to sustain her energy throughout the day in her work day and in her day-to-day activities as well as fuel her training correctly. So I'm going to let Barbara take the lead in today's interview and tell you a bit more about things from her side of the story and um, hopefully it will resonate with some of you and help you understand how to approach things differently if you find that you're in a place where you're really just adding everything into the mix when it comes to trying to lose weight. You're doing a lot of training, a lot of cardio and trying to be super clean or super healthy in your diet. 
it may not necessarily be the best approach because you could be putting yourself in a rather extreme deficit and then putting yourself at risk of basically undoing your hard work by you know restricting your food so much that you then tend to overeat those foods on occasion so it really isn't a great long-term strategy and that's what Barbara learned over the process of working together and then while we were at maintenance it was really good for her to spend that time at maintenance where she could become more consistent with her food and then also establish more food freedom in her environment as well so she wasn't restricting any foods she was allowing all the foods that she enjoyed and still feeling amazing and looking amazing So anyway, I'm not going to rant on any further. I'm going to allow Barbara to uh, tell you everything from her point of view. If today's episode resonates with you and you feel that you're at that point and you'd like some help, please feel free to reach out. I'm going to pop the links to my one-on-one coaching and my mini cut program in the show notes below. So you can easily click through on those if you want to apply. If you enjoy the episode, please feel free to share it with a friend or colleague or gym buddy or somebody who may benefit from it as well. So without further ado, welcome to the podcast, Barbara. Hello, everybody. Hi, Eva. How is your morning? Because it's morning time for you over there in Spain. Yes, it's eight in the morning and it's raining a lot today. Oh, no. It feels like being back in Ireland, actually, <laughs> in Spain. Because yes, you lived in Ireland for a bit before you moved to Spain, didn't you? Yes, I lived in Dublin for six years and a half, and then I moved over to Spain, to the south of Spain in September last year. Yeah. Lovely. And tell the listeners where you're originally from, because they might not guess from your accent. (sighs) I'm actually from Italy, but I've been living abroad for, I don't know, around 10 years now. I've been living in Australia, New Zealand, Ireland, and now, well, Spain. Yeah all over the world and you've got a very yeah. unique accent to go with it you we would never pick it's, that it's, it's an a Italian mix accent. Yeah. yeah well when I sometimes you do especially when I get angry I think it's <laughs> where my, when my Italian accent comes out which is I think is quite normal for a foreigner you know at some point so you've been living in Spain um basically since you started working with me actually I think you had just moved to Spain when you reached out for coaching Yes, exactly. I think I had pretty much a month when I was here and then I started working with you. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Well, let's start with the beginning of your journey and where you were at with your own health and fitness before you reached out to me, because you'd been doing quite a lot of training um, before you started working with me. So do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, of course. I've always been a very active person, you know, uh, going to the gym, roughly five six days a week when I was in Dublin I was doing classes because you know I didn't have much time I was going in the evening after work and you know it just became a routine for me and I really enjoyed it and then obviously the pandemic strike and um, I found myself basically being home and not knowing what to do and with gym clothes and everything I I started training really like a crazy just because I was missing the gym so much and I thought, you know, if I train a lot, six days a week, maybe even two hours a day home, you know, I'm going to compensate what I was doing in the gym. And I was also walking a lot because like, you know, being stuck home for so many months, it was just my way also to coping with it, I think. And I, I just found myself in this cycle of overtraining 
without really realizing that much. I think I did obviously notice that something was wrong. But then, you know, it's also very hard to admit that uh, to yourself. And uh, also, I think the pandemic situation didn't really help. And being home alone and, you know, all this isolation definitely did not help me or many other people that have found themselves in the same situation. And how do you think, do you remember how you were feeling back then, like with energy levels? Because that was a lot of training you were doing. Yes. Oh, I was exhausted pretty much all the time. Maybe in the morning, not that much because I I used to go for a walk every day and I still do it before starting working. That's that's really like a, a great habit that I think I have to wake up in the morning and then go for a walk. It really recharges me, you know, and get ready for the day. But then after sitting eight hours at a desk, obviously I felt the need to move and I was just starting training like crazy because I didn't have anything else to do. You know, you couldn't really leave the house. I didn't want to just binge on Netflix uh, all the evening. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of training was happening. And then what about the food side of things? Uh, what were you doing with your nutrition back then? Well, I've always been eating quite healthily. I think, you know, I've always had a lot of veggies and fruit, you know, not really that much junk food in my diet. But I was for sure under eating because I was training so much that I was not fueling my body properly and I was not realizing that and then with these obviously I was also binging from time to time because I was I was hungry all the time you know and I was trying to control myself and then you know that that when you start when you do restrict then you end up binging because you know you just can't control yourself and I definitely not now that I changed uh, my nutrition looking back I was definitely not eating enough protein not even possibly enough carbs you know like my nutrition was not that balanced even though it was still quite healthy Mm -hmm. and were you tracking your food back then or were you just making healthy food choices can you remember? I was not tracking, just making, you know, uh, healthy choices. Yeah. 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 What I thought they were healthy choices. Yeah. You know? But definitely very, very low calories by the sounds of it. And yeah. training yeah. a lot. So um, yeah. energy levels were quite low. But at the same time, you felt like you weren't really seeing results, even though you were putting that much effort in. Yes, absolutely. That's the thing that really stroke me like at some point and I was like look I'm training so much so hard and I'm not seeing results at all like I was always low energy I had like I also felt pain in my muscle because I was not resting also you know that was a big thing for me not resting just one day a week I remember you saying that to me when you we first spoke yeah yeah and then instead of seeing the results I was hoping to see, uh, I actually, I was looking at myself in the mirror and I remember like, I looked even more bloated, you know, like I was not seeing any results whatsoever. And one thing that I noticed is that when I moved over to Spain, obviously I took a break <laughs> from all the training because obviously I had to move all my stuff. 
from Ireland to here, and I did not have any equipment whatsoever. So I took a break of two weeks without just doing nothing apart from walking. And man, that felt so good. And I could see even my body change. Like I was not that bloating anymore, you know, just taking a break, how my body changed in just two weeks of doing nothing. Absolutely. Yeah. And that's what we've noticed as well with when you're, even when you worked with me, you know, there was a certain, you know, it's different for everyone. There's a certain limit to how much you can do like with regards to training and your body can recover from, and it varies for everyone. And we really found that with you because you're quite active as a person. Anyway, you do, uh, you know, have a lot of steps every day because you go for many walks and you enjoy that, which is great. Um, But because of that, we had to make sure that you were recovering really well um, between your training as well and not overdoing it because obviously in the past, that was something that had happened and had stalled your results. So that was a good learning curve for you, I think, as well. Absolutely, yeah. Understanding that, yeah. And then when we started working together, what do you think changed? What was the biggest change for you? Um, like the biggest thing you learned initially from starting working with me? Well, definitely my mindset has changed because that's, I think, the thing number one. You need to change how you see things when you start on a fitness journey and you need to be mentally ready. Because especially at the beginning, like dieting is not easy. Of course it's not. So you need to be mentally prepared. And I think I was ready because I got to a, like at a point where I could not keep going like that. And I knew it. I knew that something was wrong in, in what I was doing. And I was so ready to change. And then I, one of the first big lessons that I learned from you was to rest and not to overtrain. Like three, four times maximum a week is more than enough. And that quality is more important than quantity. The quality of the training is so more important. And then obviously rest days yeah. are so and important. Yeah, absolutely. Because I do remember when we first started, I think I even have your um, spreadsheet here where you had written in your training. Um, you were doing, yeah, because the first few weeks we were just looking at your nutrition first and you were doing your own training while we worked on you understanding macros and so on. And at that point you were training, I think it looks like five days, six days a week doing um, body pump and hit classes and yeah. a lot, a lot of training. Um, and then obviously we changed from doing that style of training to doing strength-based training. And do you feel like that was a big adjustment for you to move from doing such high intensity training to strength training? Yes, it was. And that's where I started seeing results. I was doing too much cardio because I thought like many people that it was getting me to, to the type of body I wanted. But then when I started focusing more on weights, uh, we do, man, my body changed and quite quickly, you know, it's, and then I felt, I felt strong and, you know, you don't need to kill yourself with two hours of cardio when you can get way better results in just possibly one hour of good quality strength training. But you need, like, you, you need to have like a structured and well-designed program also for you. Like, you need some guidance on this. It's, I think, is you can't just go there and pretend, you know, you, you're gonna get to the results you want without some sort of guidance, especially at the beginning. I think it's essential to have a good coach. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. And I think that's a trap of a lot of people fall into. They just pick and mix different training programs and then they, they're not really seeing results because they're not being consistent with what we're what they're doing. And something yeah. I always talk to you girls about is the importance and value of progression in your training and learning how to improve from one session to the next and be that, you know, with increasing the reps or increasing the amount of weight you can lift um, or just increasing intensity, because obviously that was quite important um, for yourself, especially with training from home. When how much equipment do you have do you have available there, Barbara? Let's let's chat about that actually, because I know it's, it's quite good yeah. now. But at the beginning, you had like only a few little a few things, but we made it work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had two barbells and a few sets of plates, and then I I kept buying more plates and dumbbells as soon as they were becoming available. And, you know, as I said, we made it working with the weights I had and just mixing them and progressingly progressingly overloading uh, with what I had. And uh, the progression and the progresses I made, I think they were they're quite impressive. Like working from home, working out from home, especially, you know, and uh, you can do that even if you if you are working out from home, you don't really necessarily need to to be in the gym if you, you know, if you are consistent and uh, well, again, if you have a good program, you know, that it's tailored for you, you can really make amazing progress. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And you made such great progress. And we were just talking about that a few weeks back about how happy you are with, especially the upper body strength you've built over yes. the last month. Absolutely. And, you know, yesterday I started a new training program um, and I was like doing um, shoulder press and with 20 kilos. Like, I mean, that's amazing. I would have never thought of being able to do that before. And it might not look like that much for certain people, but for me, that's a lot. Yeah, exactly. And we've really we've really built that strength like from the ground up, which has been amazing. And yeah. you've done really well with your push-ups as well over the last few months. Yeah. Because you're doing them from your toes Absolutely. now, aren't you? Yes. Yeah. Only on my toes. Yeah. How many can you do? Oh, I think I can do at least 15 in a row. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, good yeah, stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So many strength gains. Well done. And that's all training from home, you know, which has been fantastic. So really well done. And then um, let's chat a bit about, more about the nutrition side of things then, because obviously starting with me, you were coming into tracking macros for the very first time. So that yes. was something new that you learned, but you've really been, you know, just taken it on board really quickly and easily. And obviously, as you said, you know, your food choices prior to working with me were always really healthy anyway. But the new thing you learned was then how to track your food and how to prioritize your protein and and hit your calories. So do you want to tell us a little bit about how that experience has been for you? Yeah. Tracking my macros wasn't very easy at the beginning because you need to learn how to do it. Yeah. And my fitness pal is a great tool, which but it takes a bit of time, especially at the beginning, you know. Then when you start learning how to use it, it's great. Like I normally now plan uh, my week in advance into my fitness pal and then everything is in there and, you know, it's in there and I'm, you know, I'm accountable for that. Then there might be a few tricks and changes, but it's there, you know, and I'm going to follow it. 
And it's it's amazing how much you can learn just seeing the macros and the calories of the food you eat every day. Because most of the time, I think we're not aware of what we eat in terms of calories and macros. Maybe like you eat something and you think, oh my God, that's, that's healthy. And then you put it into my fitness pal and you discover, oh, hold on. It's not that healthy as I thought in terms of calories or maybe, you know, fat content. And yeah, I, I just really learned, uh, learn a lot. And nutrition has been really like a big uh, learning uh, for me, especially yeah. prioritizing and adding more protein to my diet which I was not doing that much before yeah yeah very good and let's chat a bit about how the dieting experience has been for you because I know there's been um, a few little bumps in the road and I think it would be good for us to maybe tell the listeners a little bit about that because when you started first obviously your goal was to get leaner and also you know build some strength but kind of move away from that um, restrictive mindset that you had before. And when we went into a deficit for you, uh, we had some results, but then your results started to plateau um, after a few months. And what we found then, because we set up a call and had a chat about everything, and I was saying to you that it most likely was just due to the fact that you had in the past been overtraining and under eating without necessarily knowing yourself but because of that your body really wasn't ready to diet again so we decided then to take a different approach and bring you back to maintenance for a while and that's when you really started to see changes isn't it yeah absolutely yeah when we started going into a more aggressive deficit that's when I start feeling a bit sick. I was feeling dizzy, a very, very low energy all day around. Like I was struggling to get my morning walk. And in the morning, I'm always full of energy, you know. And that was a sign, like an alarm for me. I knew something was wrong there. And I told you, you know, pretty much straight away, like something is wrong. And as you said, we we bring them up back to maintenance. And man, I started losing weight while eating more and I was just so impressed and I was like whoa that's amazing and then obviously you explained to me as you just mentioned why and it was just amazing and you know learning that um you can still lose weight while eating more. And then also understanding that you cannot be in a calorie deficit forever. Your body needs to be at maintenance. Your body needs fuel. And that doesn't mean that you're going to gain uh, the weight back. Like it's so important to learn these things and understand that. It's just mind-blowing, really. It was for me, at least. And like you said, you know, when we brought your calories down, like initially you had, you know, a bit of a response to that and that was quite, you know, you were fine. But as we got further into a deficit, it just wasn't going well for you energy wise. And I was so glad that you reached out right away and let me know how you were feeling because that's the most important thing that we have that communication open. And we set up a call and had a chat about how everything was going. I explained to you the reason why this probably happened because it most likely was that your metabolism had done regulated previously with, you know, chronic dieting over that previous period of time where you had been training a lot. And because of that, it was going to be much more beneficial for you to spend some time at maintenance, building calories back up, getting your energy levels back up. And we found that pretty much within a few days of increasing your calories, 
your energy levels were back up, you were feeling amazing, your sessions, your training sessions were going much better as well. I remember you saying you were starting to hit PBs yeah. again, you were feeling so much better. Absolutely. Yeah. It was incredible in just a few days how I got back to feeling normal and full of energy. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 And then we spent a few months at maintenance, which was really great for you. And I'm so glad that you embraced that because so many women are afraid to, you know, have their calories that little bit higher, even though it's at maintenance, it doesn't, you know, you're not obviously going into a surplus or anything. Um, we're at maintenance, so you're not going to be gaining weight at that point. Um, but it was really, really beneficial for you to have that extra energy coming in and then be able to use that towards your training and start getting a lot stronger and basically recompositioning your body. Cause that's what happened over yeah. that time. You were losing fat and building muscle at the same time. Yeah, absolutely. It was a bit scary, to be honest, to see the scale going up at some point, but it was not going up by much, you know, and then it was just stable. And I know it can be very scary to see the, the scale going up, but just, and also like the scale is just a number, an indicator. There's so many other factors you can track your progress with and really like not being scared of seeing those changes on the scale, not being scared of eating more and just focusing on having more energies, progressing in the training, that, that was key for me. And it's a really big uh, lesson that I, I would really hope that everybody would would learn. You know, it's it's so empowering as well to learn these things. Yeah. What do you think the biggest thing you learned from that experience and spending that period of time at maintenance was? Not to be scared of eating more. That's for sure. Like, and it's so important to eat that maintenance. And, and also that I, I can't be in a calorie deficit forever. Like it's not healthy for anybody. And being at maintenance, you're not gaining weight. You're just maintain, if you follow it, obviously, you maintain your weight and you can progress in so many other things and you can enjoy your life. You eat more, which is just great. You know, you can go out and have lunch, dinners, you know, you have more strength to train, to, you know, to get stronger. Like it's, it's just great, you know. All the good things. And you even were able to then go on a few trips because your sister was over visiting. So yeah, able to enjoy yeah. all of those things. Yeah. And you also remove the food focus you, that you might have while being on a calorie deficit. Because obviously, you know, you need to, to pay attention to what you eat. And when you are at maintenance and you have been tracking your foods for a certain amount of time, you kind of already know what you eat, what your calories are. and really like the, the food focus was completely removed and I could focus on other things on my life you know and improving on other things and it's, it's just great you know you kind of get your life back if you know what I mean such a good outcome so important because yeah so many people are just constantly trying to diet or trying to stay in a deficit and it's really not healthy because like you said you're you become very food focused when you're dieting and you do need that time away from dieting in order to focus on every other aspect of your life, enjoy your life, and then be able to actually like enjoy everything else that comes with life and, you know, make progress elsewhere. Like you said, because, you know, even when you're at maintenance and you may have seen the scale number go up a little bit initially, it stabilized obviously over that period of time. And 
you were at peace with that because you were making so much progress in so many other ways, you know, with your training, measurements were coming down as well. You know, everything was moving in the right direction for you and you were feeling really good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And the scale, as I said before, it's just a number. If you're still feeling amazing and looking good and the measurements are down, who cares about the scale, you know? Love that mindset, Barbara. Well done. <laughs> Couldn't have said it better. <laughs> Okay, I have a I have a couple more questions for you. Um, with your um experience so far, what would you say the best piece of advice you would have for anyone who is listening who finds themselves in a similar position to where you were at the beginning, where they're training a lot, they're restricting their calories, but they're struggling to see results? Could you give them any advice? Of course. Well, first of all, ask for help. If you're stuck, if you're not making progress, if you don't feel well and you feel like, you know, you need to change something, ask for help. Get a good professional coach because investing in yourself uh, is the best thing uh, you can do. You're going to learn so much. You're going to improve not just your physique, but like yourself, your lifestyle. And that's really the best thing and best investment I did uh, for myself. So that's advice number one. And then I would say rest, take rest days, don't overtrain. I know it's very hard to move away from that mindset because I was not able to do it myself. But just, just give it a go. Try and it's just you'll benefit from it. You'll see the benefits of it straight away really like you don't need to kill yourself with five six trainings a day and then eat more you know don't be in a calorie deficit for too long time like it's not healthy your body will suffer and it's gonna send you signs at some point please don't ignore them because you know they can maybe result in really serious health issues and then as soon as you feel that you're like you're not sleeping well you have low energy you don't see results you know that's a big um alarm that's a big sign that you know you need to change something very good well said very good and what do you think is the biggest thing that has changed for you in your approach to nutrition and training now my mindset and not being afraid of seeing the scale going up from time to time, totally normal. Not being afraid of eating more when I'm at my maintenance. And also understanding the, um, the power of weight training. And, you know, like, and don't, don't fall into the trap that, you know, if you weight train, are oh, you going to look bulky? I'm going to look like a man. That's that's not true. Like the, the weight training is the best tool we women have, you know, to change our body composition and just to look amazing as we we want, you know. Card, you know, cardio is not the magic pill. It, it can you know, obviously it, it's good for your health, going for a walk, for a run. But you know what? I think strength training is really the the magic pill. If you allow me to say so. Yeah. <laughs> what are your strength goals at the moment, Barbara? Well, I'm on a deficit right now. Like I'm, I'm 
mini deficit, let's yeah. say. Actually, let's try right a little now. bit about that before we finish up because yeah. we changed our approach because obviously we had you at maintenance for a really good period of time there, which was fantastic. And I was so happy yeah. that you embraced that. And we really saw fantastic results with your strength gains, your energy levels, your training, um, body composition was changing as well, but you wanted to do a, um, a bit of a cut. So we decided then to have a chat about what sort of approach to take, because there's so many different ways to create a calorie deficit and it's not a one size fits all thing. We wanted to find a way that was going to work well for you where you could still train really hard and feel good in your training and, you know, feel good yeah. in your day to day life. So we decided to take a less aggressive approach this time around, didn't we? Yes, absolutely. To be honest, and I told you straight away, I was scared to feel like I felt back in February when I had that time where calories were too low for my body and I started feeling sick. And that's why we decided, as I said, to go a bit slower, uh, with um, less aggressive deficit. But I'm already seeing results, you know, like you don't need to go into a crazy deficit to see results. And as you said, every person is different. So you need to find the right uh, deficit and calories that work for you. And being in not such an aggressive uh, deficit, I still have uh, energies to progress in my trainings. And every week I've been able, you know, to increase reps or weights. So I still see progress in my in my trainings, which is just fantastic. That's that's what I want, you know, being progressing in both my body composition and also my trainings. Yes, that is the ultimate goal. I am delighted to hear that, Barbara. That's so good. And you're still, you know, on a good number of calories right now, which we have yes. been able to yeah. keep you at while still, you know, um having some changes each week and getting some results um, and the numbers are coming down the scale your numbers are going up in your training you know everything's moving in the right direction which is awesome yeah yeah how do you feel about your nutrition and training moving forward and um, just you know coming from where you were say this time last year to where mm -hmm. you're at now how are you feeling about everything well it's it's a massive change and I will never, ever go back to where I was last year. Like uh, ever again, I would train six days a week and Andre was training. <laughs> no, that was mad. Uh, absolutely. But yeah, yeah. And you need to kind of hit a wall <laughs> to understand certain things, you know, and uh, really like taking care of myself and understanding these kind of things was just best investment and you know knowledge is really power and once you know these kind of things there's no going back and you change your lifestyle you change your mindset and it's part of my routine now that's it like you know and the greatest thing is like you said there knowledge is power like you have the knowledge now to you know carry with you in the future and you know yeah even like educate other people around you, like your friends and family, like you're able to, you know, spread that knowledge and power on. And you're also able to now, you know, feel really confident that you can maintain your results long-term as well, because you know what you need to be doing. Absolutely. Yes. I have the tools now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you so much for um, coming on this morning and chatting with me. You're welcome. It's been fantastic. And I'm sure the listeners will um, love hearing your story. And um, you had so many great 
pearls of wisdom there to share with everyone, which I really appreciate. Thank you very much. Thank you. And that brings us to the end of today's episode. Hope you guys enjoyed this chat with Barbara. And if her story sounds familiar to yours, hopefully you were able to gain something from that and take away some points that you can apply in your own fitness journey. If you're feeling a little bit lost and confused and you'd like some help with coaching, I'll pop the links to my one-on-one coaching and my mini cut program in the show notes below so you can easily click on those to apply. And I look forward to speaking to you guys in the next episode. Thank you.